Welcome to the Beyond IPAs podcast, a show where we discuss and learn about quality craft beer in all of its forms. From our home base in southeastern Massachusetts, we explore all the various styles being brought to us by our local brewers and breweries throughout Massachusetts and all of New England. Sit back, crack a brew, and enjoy. Okay, here we are with part four of four with Kyle Hansen from Untold Brewing. We're going to talk about any future plans that Untold may have and the charms and the challenges of brewing in a small town, small coastal, seasonal town like Situate, otherwise known as a drinking town with a fishing problem. Um, so enjoy, sit back, enjoy, and uh, let's let's hear one last segment with Kyle. So, so the other Kyle, the other thing I want to ask you guys, and, and you don't, I don't want to, you to reveal any secrets or anything, and not. Oh. You know, I, do, what did you guys have? You guys start talking about any plans? Like you guys said, so how old? You what? You four years old now? Three years old? Four years old? Uh, we're between two and three. Yeah, two and three. Two to three. Terrible. Wow. Um, we're in the terrible. Well, I don't know. I would, I would have pegged it at five. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Your beer keeps getting better, so I don't Thank know if it's you. terrible. Thank I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys talked about plans about expand? Like so, so, so shame yeah. on me for not. Yep. I haven't been to your brewery yet because Situate from Bridgewater Damn it, is Brian. not. It's, I know I'm coming. Oh, it's it's tough. I used to date a girl in Bridgewater when I first. Yeah. When I first met, it's a shitty I'm, drive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming, and and we, and we <laughs> told this to we told this to Kenny too. Is this. At, at the very least, we want to get over there and we want to do a podcast from the from the uh, the yeah. tap room yep. and 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 drink the beers and sample the beers and bring yeah, in the yeah. environment and stuff like that. I like it. You're but welcome you, anytime. That's all. Awesome. Uh, uh, right. Not now. I mean, anytime. <laughs> oh, of Obviously, yeah. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere down the road, hopefully yeah. in the summer month. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the time to be in situation and Plymouth for that matter. I know. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Have you guys talked about growing? Like, what's oh, the model? Boy. Like, yeah. What, yeah. And, and you don't need to reveal too much. You just, yeah. you know, if it's if it's three years down the road, if it's two years, you know, whatever it may be. Because it's common these days that people it are does, it does. It seems second, like people second are looking location and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So we we tried to plan uh, as, as best we could while still being you know kind of reasonable in our in our. <laughs> delusions of grandeur but we dove right in on the 15 barrel system which is not i mean it's it's not like it's huge but it's not small for a fresh out of the gate brewery and so we have what i'm sitting in right now is like a as a 4200 square foot building so we we have some space it's incredible how quickly it fills up but it's also incredible how quickly you will utilize space in different ways to make things fit that you need to fit you know, the, the changes in your daily routine that you'll make to add another tank here, to add another tank there. So we have added a few tanks since we've been open, a few 30s. We have a few, a few more 30s coming on the way. Depending how we decide to lay things out, um, we could probably add a couple more tanks and still be good. Um, and so the, the problem with us is that we're a, a bit seasonal uh, being in situate. We definitely see a big spike in the summer. Um, and so trying to find the most efficient way to be working at capacity while satisfying capacity, I guess, in the summer, but not having so much that the winter just looks desolate. And so trying to kind of balance that, we don't have any current plans for moving from this building or expanding beyond this building as far as taproom or production goes. We have we have some dry storage facility you know for our empty kegs and for pack tests but, and yeah but 
but you've but you've grown your brew house has kind of grown as you've grown a little bit yeah make beer so that's great i mean that that's and i was curious too do you find in this new world that we're in are you brewing as much beer or you (laughs) scale back yeah yeah yeah. so so, it's it's weird right it'll be it'll be a bit of a crossover from the last i didn't talk too much about it but we stopped brewing for about two weeks a week and a half two weeks um right when this all hit we had we had a decent amount of saint patrick's day in situate is a pretty big deal so we had a decent amount of inventory in our cooler when when this whole thing kind of went down and so we got a little uh scared (laughs) got back on brewing and decided we wanted to kind of see where this was going to land turns out that was a mistake and we should not have stopped brewing but we we picked back up and we are we're now literally just this week kind of hitting back to our normal production amounts or and normal production amounts we're still playing catch up and so a lot of these batches are catch up batches but we are learning where we're going to be and how much we need to brew in the, in the coming weeks at least. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here we are. Yeah. I mean, can you, can you brew too much or (laughs) let me tell you, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was uh, I forget how long ago it was, it was probably our first winter because we opened in October. And so you open in October and everyone's excited and everyone's excited and you hit the holidays in November, December and, you, and you're like, shit, we got to brew a ton of beer. We got to brew a ton of beer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're not so new and it's January <laughs> and you're in a coastal town and all of a sudden yeah. your cooler is looking pretty damn full. And you're and also you have some batches in the tanks before you realized your cooler was full. And so it's it's trying to find this like balance. It's, it's constantly, if you talk to any production manager, that's one of the hats that I'll wear is deciding how much beer to brew and when. Projections, yeah, yeah, it's projections and the and the volatility, and especially early on. So we definitely brewed too much beer at times, and so we're definitely privy to trying to catch that before it gets to the point where we definitely brewed too much. If that happens again, don't throw it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. know. I will come down. Very little beer. Yeah, don't worry. I will help you come down and clear space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just no question. (laughs) Something that's great from having having worked at a larger scale production brewery is there there are a lot of ways to fix things. And not everything that you think is broken is broken forever. And so trying to figure out what is the issue and is there a way to fix it before, you know, beer gets oxidized, you're fucked. And so you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, ruin yeah. it. just move on. So, uh, but, uh, so you were at, you were at Georgetown. What's, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you mentioned this in, in the first episode, but what's the difference in size between Georgetown and, oh, and Unfold? <laughs> yeah. Like a, is it a magnitude different <laughs> yeah uh so we brew on a 15 barrel system and we brew uh, on like a busy week we might do five batches of a 15 barrel system okay. in a week yeah uh so we'll call it 75 barrels maybe we'll brew 75 barrels in a brew week over at georgetown they're brewing on a 60 barrel system oh. and i think while i was there we were probably doing we were doing four batches a day on a 60 barrel system and we were probably four days a week plus maybe a couple other batches on the on the off day and then weekends were kind of off so 
they brew more in a week than we brew in a year is what okay the wow. easiest way to put it yeah it's kind okay. of yeah. it's kind of fucking wow. blows you away so it's a different scale <laughs> yeah. totally different scale than what you what yeah. you grew up on yeah interesting yeah wow. and, and yeah and you mentioned that like you like you have to learn the business of this like it's not just right yeah you're a great brewer but yeah I'm the super whole point comfortable is to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like no one, you know, no one just because you know how to brew beer doesn't mean you know how to sell beer or market beer or, or plan, plan production. employees. And yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Management. Oh God. Yep. Management. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And that's, I would say that's been my biggest, my biggest problem. I've, I've kind of said from the get go, like I'm a, I'm a bad manager, but I know I'm a bad manager and I'm hoping to try to be a better manager. <laughs> like, yeah. So I try to, I try to keep all my guys, you know, on a, I hope they talk to me about the problems they have because if they don't tell me, I'm going to be clueless as it gets, you know? So, yeah, no, I, this is the curse of any successful person in any walk of life. Like, you rise up to management and then <laughs> yeah. you have no, yeah. <laughs> no, no training yeah, on how, to, how to be a manager, a right? Good yeah. brewer, not a good manager. And here yeah. you are as a manager. Yeah. 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 Untold Dragon Juice. Very, very good. Yes. Very you. good. If I, if I have had it before, I don't recollect being this good, and that's not a negative slight. Just no, I no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So much. This, this is a tasty thing. A tasty. We have also right. learned job. a lot in our hazy IPA brewing. I would definitely say that if you had some well, you know, earlier and, hazy IPAs, they were. And and maybe that's it. And maybe that's now. it. So that's why I got to revisit these things. Yeah. yeah and yeah. at six point at six point four, you know what's funny? It, it's I used to think, and Scott will tell you, like Scott, you've always said. Eight percent is eight percent my ceiling. Right? Off. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would go with right. like, give me the ABV, give me the triples. I want it. I want it all. <laughs> and as, as my as I as, as I mature, if yeah. that's possible, uh, <laughs> I'm finding I'm finding that a six point four percent dragon juice that just is bursting is bursting with flavor and is crushable. The only problem it presents to me is that. <laughs> the, the true test of a beer to me is when I put it to my lips and you take that first sip and you don't put it down, right? Yeah, you don't even put it down. There. Yeah, it, stays, yeah. it stays there. Yeah. So that's what these 6.4s do like, like that you made. And um, kudos to you guys on that one. That's a good one. Thank too. you. Thank you. Yeah, that's something. From that, a, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. Well, I'm going to say from a business perspective, that's probably exactly what you want too, right? Like if he's in the t- a guy in your tap room that just orders two <laughs> instead of one. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that we yeah. try not to, or that we tried to, uh, I, I mentioned it. I think the last time is, uh, we took a lot of ethos from Georgetown. And one of the big things I learned from the guys there, Manny and Roger is you don't need to be the popular beer, but if someone wants a second beer, are they going to order a second pint? Because it's yeah. great. You can make this crazy triple IPA that's at 12% mm-hmm. and it's hoppy as hell. And like, I can't even finish a pint of it, but it, but it's wildly popular, you know, and people yeah. drink it with their friends. We see so many people buying like a single can of dragon juice at Brenier's and a four pack of East by Northwest. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, which, which, what do you want to sell? You want to sell one beer? You want to sell four beers? And we're right, like, hey, right. I want, I personally want a drinkable beer. That's what I'm, that's what I'm after. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I said, I'm finding recently that like, I think the three bit, like even the, the other half that I had earlier, again, that was like a seven percenter, Yeah, but it's just like that beer that you can just kind of, 
oh, you drink and drink and you don't. Yeah, put you down. look down. You're like, oh like, man, it's almost gone. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there a hole in the glass? <laughs> yeah. Just a big yeah. hole in the top. That's all you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so I do, I do feel like coming into this, I was like, damn it. I wish I had gotten to the brewery. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I've heard that I've heard the place is great. And, and if so, I, I just want people, if people are listening and you haven't been, I I've heard great things about it. And I know it's an old, old school house. So yep. church, you know, yep. um, so, so get there and it, it's, 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 it's good. I will be getting there as soon as I can. No doubt. As soon as we're uh, all able. Packed up. Yeah. So, we're all able we have, uh, we're, we're a little, uh, what my favorite thing that I've heard since I uh, moved to Situate or since I got to Situate is it's a drinking town with a fishing problem. We got a lot of, we got some cool restaurants, some awesome bars. We're a great place to hang out as well. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful there. It's kind of tucked away, like good and, yeah. good and bad, right? Like it's tough exactly. for us to get there yeah, from Bridgewater, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's neat. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. It's, you know, I can shoot down to Weymouth real quick and I can shoot down to yeah. Plymouth real quick, but geez, just getting to that situate. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, there's no direct way. You got to yeah. go roundabout or you take the cow paths and that's, yeah. Yeah. So what what breweries are are you seeing, Kyle? That you think are uh, like other guys that are like, I don't know, on the right track or that I'm excited about? Uh, and yeah, 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 like you know, we, obviously we know about Second Wind and Widowmaker and your yeah, yeah, for sure, for boys. Sure. But like, who else is is doing cool things that you, from a brewer's perspective, that you? So like? I love going. I just go lighter. I'm still a West Coast guy, so I, I still I I don't stay that way, baby. I, I know I don't I don't dive into these crazy. I don't, I don't dive into the haze craze that much. But um, oh, that's me. <laughs> these guys, uh, if you haven't heard about Fox Farm, um, yeah. down in yeah. I hope I I hope it's Connecticut. Um, I haven't been there it yet. Is. I really want to go. Uh, New Salem, New Salem, Connecticut. It's a phenomenal those, place. Those guys are doing doing great stuff. I know they're doing the hazy IPAs and stuff too, but their loggers are, yeah. are top notch. I love them. Yeah. Um, obviously, Suarez family in that. Thing, I, in I that keep thing. hearing their name. Yeah, uh, I don't, you ever, they you haven't had any of their beer. They're in upstate New York, a little ways, or just across okay. the river, I think. Or just cross the lake or whatever it is out here. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They do kick-ass stuff. They have a beer called Crispy Little that is probably one of the best lagers I think I've ever had. A good, a good. It, it's not just you know the the old school European lager. It's like they they have found a good way to to be blending flavors without going so far away that you're like, oh, this is an American lager or an American. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it, they've yeah. they've done a great job with that. So they're in they're in Hudson, New York. Hudson, Hudson. there you go. Hudson. Yep. Yeah, 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 so we'll yeah. see if we'll see if Brett can get, get his hands on that. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah, everything's changing now. I mean, uh, what was Alchemist is sending beer down here, which is yeah, I know. We've been talking about that. Really weird. In, uh, but, <laughs> drink out know. of the can, right? Well, you don't. Know, it's, oh, it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's funny. As as I'll, I'll, when I first had a heady or or a focal banger, I was like, "Wow, this is this is really good." I, I got at, at Bernie's. I got two of each the last time they had it. Yeah, I think I drink. I think I drink one of them. Really? I, yeah. I, um, I would. I, I and I get it that you know. Listen, they one of the OGs, right? I, yeah, I get for it all sure, for sure. 
even the Portland area, you know, we're starting to see more of their beers. And actually, it's a good it's a good segue into maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you see Bissell Brothers come down here and you, and you get, you know, Axiom and, and some of their other beers that come out and they're starting because of this. They, they, they want to get their beers out because they're not selling it locally and they have beer to sell. Right. And yep, yep. I personally, yeah, I'm, I see some of those and, and I've, I know way too much about beer and, and what's what's hot. And so I'm like, I got to get that. I got to get that. Some people have a budget. I should have a budget. <laughs> yeah. Wife. yeah, you should look into budgeting for sure. Yes, I, I I should have a budget, but I don't. So I buy equal amounts. But some people might just pick, oh, I'm going to just get my Bissell Brothers this time and not, you know, not my Untold or not my Second Wind or, you know, not my, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. How do you perceive that? I, I mean, obviously, the retail space is a much different space right now because yeah. they're so needed. Yeah. Um, and I assume when this all comes back, that will simmer down and then it'll go back to the brewery, you know, obviously like that. But does that frustrate you guys or is it, or are we just all in this together? I don't. Well, I mean, I think, I think as far as we're concerned, it doesn't change our output very much. And so the places, the place where we sell the most beer and this is by design is nearest our brewery. Okay. We have a we have a very good following. We love the people of Situate, Cohasset, Hingham, Norwell. You know all the towns that touch Marshfield, all the towns that touch Situate. We have a really strong following in, and that's where we sell the most beer anyway. It's once we take that next step out to the towns that touch outside of that. You know, you start getting into the. You know, obviously Bridgewater is a is a is a step further even than that, but. That's where we might see some, but that's not where we see most of our sales anyway. And so what I would say is that the, at the places nearby, when Bissell shows up, we don't even, it's not even a blip on our radar because people don't decide not to buy untold. Yeah. They decide to buy, they're untold that they were going to buy because they love us because yeah. we're here yeah. and they know us and we're local. And then they also buy the Bissell. Whereas then maybe you go out to like Bernier's and, Maybe they're not buying the untold because they're spending their money on the Bissell, but we also don't sell an astronomical amount of beer at Bernier's specifically, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. So, so it becomes it, even regional in the state, you know, within the like areas of the state yeah. too. It's, it's like, yeah. So, so Bernier's, if maybe the Shoveltown, Shoveltown sales are much better at Bernier's than they would right. be at Situate. So, obviously, exactly. that, yeah, that, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yep, you see it a lot, and 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 it definitely differs from brewery to brewery and how they market themselves. Someone like maybe I'm trying to think, like I mean, like a harpoon. Harpoon does not yep. sell better in Boston than it does like at just mm-hmm. outside of Boston, right? Harpoon sells well in Massachusetts, but that's a that's a totally different beast than what. Yeah, in restaurants. Yeah. Yep. I I, I I'm I'm kind of hoping like I don't know. Think about a business and a guy like you can go in there and take their system <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that IPA uh, handle for sure. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I'll take it. I, I wouldn't even talk about the big, big craft breweries. I yeah, very yeah. rarely will have a harpoon in my fridge. Very yeah, rarely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're trying to we're trying to take every uh Lagunitas IPA handle that there is anywhere on the South Shore, and that can be please no, do. Yeah, I'll yeah. glad no, I that, absolutely so. yeah. You're, you're talking to the right guy because I am probably the biggest craft beer snob that you will meet, and I will <laughs> not give my money to big. I won't give my money to big beer. I just don't do it. I just yeah. just don't do yeah. it. 
you guys Gabriel. work too hard. You work Thank too you. hard. You, you bust your ass. You you deserve my money. Yeah. So that, that's just, that's just my belief. But. All right, that's it. Part 404 with Kyle Hansen from Untold. Go check out their website, untoldbrewing.com, and you can see what they have on tap and what they are serving in cans for curbside pickup. Go visit them when once we're open again. Great little spot down there in Situate, down by Greenbush, off of 3A. And many thanks to Kyle for spending some time with us. Uh, really, as you can tell, super knowledgeable about beer and brewing. Really looking forward to sitting down with him again. And it's on record. We heard it that he invited us back. So uh, can't wait to get to his tap room and record there and talk to Kyle more. I, there's a ton we can learn from him and we're looking forward to that. Next on tap, we are going to be sitting down with Ryan Lavery from Widowmaker up in Braintree, a wood road there learning about what Widowmaker is all about. We've mentioned him and uh, Widowmaker Brewing in our conversations with Kenny uh, Semkin from Second Wind and Kyle. Those guys are all great friends. So looking forward to sitting down with Ryan and talking to him about brewing. You know, as usual, feel free to give us a like or subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Or go to our website, beyondipas.com, and leave us a comment or suggestion or whatever. Check out what we've got there. So thanks for listening.